All right, campers, this is Counselor Steve. And this is Counselor Andy. And this is Steve and Andy meet summer camp, cheerleader camp. My God, we're back once again. Back at camp, it feels good. Oh, it, it it always feels good to be at camp. We've just recently recorded a podcast with our dear friends at Film Drive, Nick and Zach. I like to think Thumbs of them as Nick and Zach are the Nick and Nora of this generation. <laughs> They're much like the main characters from the Thin Man series of films. I thought you meant uh, Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist. I was confused by that. <laughs> I was thinking of Nick and Nora, the uh, the characters from The Thin Man. They're they're a little like that, I guess. But oh. our good friends over at the Film Jive podcast, check out that episode. It's the uh, we review The Dark Knight Rises. You can see what we liked, what we didn't like, and uh, check out Film Jive Facebook dot com slash Film Jive. A great podcast. They talk about film. They jive. They um, really do. Lots of they fun. They are big jivers. <laughs> A lot so, of turkey talk. A lot of turkey talk. They're lots, big. Lots big of on, turkey uh, talk. Yeah, they love turkeys. Um. All right, Batmites, we're back. We're at camp, having fun. We just got out of the recreational pool. Yeah. Andy, Counselor Andy, led his kids in a demonstration of archery, which is always a good time. It is, but but for this for this session of camp, we sent the kids home and we yeah. brought in the 18, 19 year olds. Adults only, because. Yeah. We're reviewing today Cheerleader Camp. Exactly. And there will be lots of bodacious bays. Oh, my God. Every year, the finalists for the Miss Cheerleader USA contest travel to this secluded camp. Hey, there is no going back. For some, it will be the crowning achievement of their lives. I'm going to win that queen contest. Nerves are on edge. There's something eating at everybody, right? Ever since we've been here, it's never a good night. Jealousies are exposed, and hatreds explode. This year, something evil has come over the contestants. And she shows I'm gonna kill her. The instructors. You're a mascot, not a human. The judges. And the hired help. I hope you die. Something is about to make them all victims of bloody pom-poms. Here's a quick rundown of the film. Allison is a cheerleader at Lindo Valley who is grappling with feelings of inadequacy. Allison, along with her flirtatious boyfriend, Brent Hoover. He's, he's part of the, the Hoover uh, uh, family. Yep. So yep. heir to the Hoover fortune. So Allison, with her flirtatious boyfriend and fellow cheerleaders, attend Camp Hoorah, a cheerleading camp, with hopes of winning a chance to go to the All-Star State Finals. Allison is haunted by nightmares of murders that soon manifest themselves into reality. After discovering several people murdered at the camp, Allison soon begins to think that she is the killer. Um... So I guess we should say, uh, obviously, this review will contain spoilers. I'm not, as far as I know, this isn't on Netflix. Um, yeah, I don't believe it is. But I will, I will say, 
not worth watching. <laughs> Don't seek this one out. The Burning, go see it. Sleepaway Camp, absolutely. Um, for this one, just listen to what we have to say and <laughs> don't seek this movie don't out. Don't seek this movie. Would you agree with that assessment? Uh, I mean, it's not something that you definitely have to see. There are a couple of moments where I'm like, you need to... Actually, okay. Any scene with Timmy... Yes, is, Timmy. Is worth, ...is worth checking out. So we'll say Timmy is... So it, it's about this group of kids who go, go to a camp. You've got Allison. Um, you've got Corey is a girl and she's the mascot for the, and then you've got, um, of course, Brent Hoover, who's Allison's boyfriend played by Leaf Garrett. I love Leaf Garrett. Uh, He seemed like he was way too old. He was, he's like 30 years old. And then, so Leaf, uh, Leaf Garrett's there, but you've also got, um, this character named Timmy, right? It's Timmy. Yeah. Um, he's, can I just say he is the fattest cheerleader I've ever seen in my life. He's a fat male cheerleader, which is strange. And, um, uh, it just doesn't make sense why he's there. Loves to film stuff. Loves to film the ladies. Oh, uh, he really Sunday does. And he'll, and he'll dress up to do it. There's a scene, yes, where Timmy, uh, all the cheerleaders are out sunbathing topless, most of them. Obviously. And Timmy Timmy goes out there, dresses an old lady. <laughs> he's filming them. He's thinking this, this is the best. He's loving it. Um, yeah. So you've got Timmy. You've got um, the the detective... Or the, is that who it was? The it, was he a detective or a police? Well, he officer? was like a sheriff. The sheriff. I mean, it yeah. was like in a small, like kind of. The camp was in a rural town, so it was a sheriff. I don't think they have detectives. Yeah, it was a sheriff, and then you've got um, Pop, right? Who is like the caretaker, <laughs> and Pop has some great lines in the film. Um, for example, he says at one point, he. So the cheerleaders have this competition. They kind of do some cheers. It seems like there are only two, two. Uh, Two, I think there's three of them. Oh, two groups at the, uh, or one, maybe two or three different schools. It's a very small camp. Yes. But they're doing their cheers, and um, Pop is sitting there next to the cook, who's also a big creep. And Pop, can, can, do you remember what Pop that, says? Uh, uh, can I say that Pop was played by George Buck Flowers, first off, the great character actor, who's <laughs> also an Ilsa She-Wolf of the SS and Ilsa Harem Keeper of the Oil Sheiks, if you're so uh, if you've heard Ilsa of, fans. So there and you go. Also, He's also been cast in almost every John Carpenter movie. So there, Pop, he's been around, but it's my favorite line. I forget. I should have written it down, but he says something like, <laughs> that'll make your wee-wee turn in t- as hard as a stack of nickels. Do you remember <laughs> he said that? He said, I think he said it was like a bag of dimes. But yeah. my, my favorite Pop's line was when he caught the, the, the sheriff yeah. peeping, peeping on the girl sunbathing. Yeah. And the, and the sheriff was like, it's all in the line of duty. And a and a pop was like more like more like in the line of dirty. Pop, what a character! I love that. Like I don't even know what the hell that meant. More like what like a character! Yeah, dirty. it didn't quite make sense. Um. Oh, another great part. Um, when he, Timmy says Timmy's out recording, they're looking for the killer. So there's this killer who's been going around, and Timmy. He's recording himself for some reason, and he goes, "Ooh, a monster is stirring. It needs to get out. It needs relief." And he turns around and pees, and then he's murdered. So that's fun bit. I didn't quite understand Timmy's motivation in most in most most scenes. It's I know, very very odd. Yeah, Timmy. But again, he was the fattest cheerleader I've ever seen. He was. I'm not sure why they let him come along. So, 
So, uh, yes, yeah, so murders are taking place. And at this time, Allison, who's the main character, I guess, she's having these dreams where she's murdering people. And she starts to think, well, maybe I'm the murderer. And eventually, I think this is a film where everyone dies, basically. Um, just about. Yeah, just about. It only comes down to two people. And in the end, they think it's Leaf. I'm sorry, Brent Hoover, who's Allison's boyfriend, who's also macking on all the cheerleaders the whole time. Oh, he really, what he a really jerk. is. Yeah, I know. He really so Allison's upset, and everyone. they think he's a murderer, and Corey, who's a girl... Um, she's the mascot. She's the mascot. I don't know why they didn't put Timmy in the mascot outfit. I actually, when I first started watching it, I was like, well, the fat guy is the mascot. No, it's it's Corey. She convinces Allison that <laughs> that uh, her boyfriend, Brent, is the murderer, and they go out and see Brent, and he's sort of just standing around, and Allison shoots him, and then the cops show up, and they think Allison is the murderer, but it is revealed in the end that it was Corey all along because she's jealous that she just is the mascot, not a cheerleader. Any other standout things for you? I think the movie was, for me, very slow, for very boring, actually. I didn't like it very much. Uh, it's it's the, definitely the weakest one we've watched so far. Yeah. But it, it seemed the less the least amateur of the three. Yeah, it did, well. actually. You're it right. It was professional, yet at the same time, it was easily the worst. In some ways, um, I think I think the burning might have been better. The burning and cheerleader, or I'm sorry, the burning and sleepaway camp both had, you know, you had Glazer and then you had Paul D'Angelo, right? You had these you funny... more like, yeah, you had more standout characters in the other ones. Yeah. In this one, other than Timmy, none of the characters really stood out at all. And Timmy just stood out for being kind of awful. He wasn't really that great. Because really, um, um, Pam and, uh, shoot, what was the, Teresa maybe? I'm trying to remember all the girls' names. Uh, Teresa, yeah, Teresa. Pam and Teresa. Teresa looked very similar and easily could have been the same. I character. was, I for a moment, I was confused by those two. These are two of the cheerleaders in Alice and the main characters group, and they do look very similar. There's yeah. a great scene, maybe the best scene, and we'll play a clip from it right now so you can hear it. Where, um, Brent, the boyfriend, <laughs> and, and Timmy both rap about the girls, and the girls are dancing. It's awful. Um, really, I thought I thought the rap was was up there with the best like public enemy. Rap. It was, it was. So it here, was pretty hard. It was pretty hard hitting. So here's the rap. You can listen to it. So that's it. What did you think of the rap? Uh, it was my favorite scene in the movie. <laughs> it actually is one of the stronger scenes just because it's kind of ridiculous. And also, while it's happening, the girls are dancing, kind of close-up shots of their butts and stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, you see Pop, who's watering, just appears to be a patch of grass. Just and, watering for watering's sake. And all of a sudden, that, that hose gets out of control. And it that's a metaphor. That's sexual. It was, um, it was. And we'll put a... That's on YouTube. We'll put a clip of it up on Steve or Facebook.com slash Steve and Andy so you can check that out. 
But one um, thing that I was uh, kind of surprised with, though, with yeah. cheerleader camp, with all of the bodacious babes running around, there was only like a couple topless scenes. I think maybe two or three, right? Yeah, there was obviously they're they're out on the rock beach kind of thing, sunbathing. Um, there's a Pam scene. takes her top off, and then there's a girl from a rival cheerleading squad that takes her top off. And then, and then there's another scene where the so the head camp counselor is this really creepy lady, <laughs> and she um, takes her top off. She does at one point. She she there's a very very weird scene with her and the sheriff. Yeah, I didn't get where it. I she didn't like all. the. So let's set this up. The um, at first the first murder it it appears to be a suicide. So the camp counselor just has Pop and the cook take the girl out, and she's kept in a a freezer or a, or a refrigerator actually. And um, which seems like it would break all the health codes because there's food in there. And eventually Allison goes and she's looking for milk. <laughs> They're pretty lax on health they are. codes. I mean, uh, at all of these uh, camps. Allison goes in there and just drinks straight from the. Yeah, uh, she's. she's but it's weird. She's like, uh, I need. It's again kind of weird because she's like, I need something to quench my thirst. Let me go get some milk out of this milk jug. And eventually she finds, she discovers the body of the girl who was murdered. And she calls the sheriff and the sheriff comes in. He's like, what, what the hell are you guys doing? And why, why, who, weren't you going to tell anybody about this dead body? And the counselor was like, well, the main counselor woman was like, um, well, I was going to, but I, I, I didn't, I thought I'd lose my job. And he's like, look, baby, it'll be cool. The big dog's here now. <laughs> he called himself the mad oh, dog. Oh, the mad dog. That's right. The mad dog's here. And she goes, I'm going to change into something more comfortable. Um, which, and I thought this was brilliant. She comes back out in a cheerleading uniform and this, she, they show her topless. So that's another thing. And this whole time, uh, Timmy's watching <laughs> and, and videoing. He's recording, and he's recording the whole thing. And she comes back out in a cheerleader uniform. The sheriff down to his undies he, that's yeah. a bold move if she that says was. i'm gonna go something more that, comfortable she could have just come out in pajamas and been like what the hell are you doing yeah, i was just and well, it, I, he's bold i mean the mad no, dog he is, is bold. he's a mad dog and then he starts doing these football moves saying he's going for a touchdown she puts her legs up in the air said he's going for the goal post um they begin to, that was a little uh uncalled for they begin to go at it and timmy timmy is uh filming it the whole time loving it again loving it yeah timmy really is a big it. creeper but you know that that and so that's a that's a topless scene in the movie and there was one more scene i think there's just a random boob somewhere i don't yeah. remember where but uh well the so, reason why it surprised me is because uh, uh pam is played by terry weigel who had appeared in uh, playboy prior to this and later became a porno actress so she's topless what films do you know what film she was in I can find that. Uh, I'm looking here. She was in Predator 2. For right. One. Some non-porno films were Predator 2, Marked for Death, and she made several appearances on Married with Children. I've got but, some. Uh, I've got some here. Some of her porn films? Yeah. Okay. Uh, MILF Legends 1. So oh, that's well, one. she's probably a MILF legend. She played Gale in Another Man's MILF. <laughs> I, I These are in the 2000, 2009. I heard that one, heard that one was the uh, the godfather of the MILF. Of, that was. Uh, oh, Milf Another Man's films. MILF? Yeah. Um, lingerie busters in '91. Okay. Did not. Uh, I don't know who she played there. It's not listed. Um, I dream of Terry. I'm assuming that's a porn. The last American sex goddess, 1993. Um, um lots. Oh my God, she's prolific. American Dream it, well, Girls four. She's very respected. In 2005, she was inducted to the Avian Hall of Fame. <laughs> so that's the Adult Video News Hall of Fame. That's a big so deal. She's definitely. Yeah, that's a big deal. Her most recent film, 2011. Uh. 
Legends and Scarlet Six. Also in 2011, she starred in Cougar Club 4 and Lesbian Babysitters 5. I heard late Lesbian Babysitters 5 wasn't as good as 4. No, no, no. It wasn't. And we can talk about that <laughs> the next when summer. You, but I find it interesting. Even Andy meet Lesbian Babysitters. She was in the Cougar Club 2. Not in Cougar Club 3. She was in Cougar Club 4. So I wonder what storyline brought that about. We'll have to see Fan, those films. Fans, fans wanted to see her back. Did you? I loved her in My Stepmother Made Me 3. Oh, oh, that's that's her. Did you see Big Tit Fixation? <laughs> of course, yeah. <laughs> she, she's fantastic in that one. Great, great filmography. So that um, yeah. she is topless in Cheerleader Club. So yeah, she... But uh, the lady that played Teresa was Rebecca Ferretti, who is also in Playboy. She was Playmate of the Month in June 1986. Doesn't appear topless. I was very surprised. No, she doesn't in this. You're right. Uh, actually. Her filmography is a lot shorter, uh, and it includes The Three Amigos. Gore, uh, Cheerleader Camp, obviously, Outlaw of Gore, and Ace Ventura Pet Detective. <laughs> and California Heat. Yeah, kind of wonder what she's up to these days. Well, yeah, her last film was 2007. I think she's retired. She was and in I, Beverly Hills Cop, too, apparently. Oh, okay. Well. And Betsy Russell was the star. She plays Allison, and she's actually a very attractive woman. Yeah, she was the most attractive of them all. Yeah, and uh, she was topless in the film Private School in 1983. Actually, a lot of uh, nude scenes in that movie. And uh, she's actually been pretty prolific because she was uh, the star of Saw 3, 4, 5, 6, and 7. Yep, yep. Recently, so. She wasn't bad in this film. I just think her character was very flat. Her Her character was supposed to be someone who's kind of just disturbed, just obviously very. She's dating um, Brent, this kind of. Garrett. Yeah, and he's kind of. uh, He's flirting with all the girls, rubbing their backs. Like, she sees him making out with a girl, but. And and she always gets back with him. Um, So. Uh, uh, Allison is kind of feels inadequate and then she has these dreams where she's killing these people and they wind up actually dead or girls that uh, her boyfriend was flirting with wind up dead and she's thinking maybe I'm the killer Mm -hmm. Uh, but it was very flat it felt like the twist ending was like okay she's not the killer I didn't think she was all along even though they because they really are trying to sell her as the killer and yeah they really were but it was obvious that she wasn't so I, I think despite the number of people that die in this film compared to the others we've watched. I mean, as a percentage of the characters, almost everyone dies. Yeah. Um, even sadly, Timmy. I think the deaths weren't very creative. They weren't well, Yeah, dramatic. they obviously didn't have like a Tom Savini there yeah. to do these. So they were kind of flat and they didn't really look that good. Um, can I tell you that Timmy, the guy that played Timmy was Travis McKenna. In 1992, he played... Fat clown in I Batman saw that. Returns. I saw that. I want to watch Batman Returns now just to look for Timmy. Fat he's clown. He's also in Van Wilder. Nathan Poon's Van Wilder. Oh my God! I don't want to see that. Can even, I tell you that? Even for uh, Timmy. Lucinda, the lady that played uh, Corey. Okay. Yeah. And Corey Batman. was the mascot who was eventually the Her killer. Her last yeah. on-screen acting role. Did you see what it was? No. The case of the defiant daughter, Perry Mason. Are you kidding? What? Nope. Perry Wait, that Mason. doesn't make sense. She's not that old. Dickie's last screen. On-screen acting role is in the 1990 Perry Mason TV movie, Perry Holy Mason, The Case shit. of the Defiant Daughter. It's always Perry Mason. God what damn, do you, Perry Mason. Oh, She's living large. Her she husband, is. who she's been married to since 1990, is Craig Pilligan, executive producer of Survivor. <laughs> <laughs> she is just swimming in, you know, T- Timmy is stuck playing fat, fat clown, fat yeah. robot characters. She is just 
swimming in in chaos. <laughs> Whenever you need a fat clown or a fat robot, you call <laughs> the guy who played Timmy. Because and you know what you, I wouldn't be surprised if Tim Burton. Well, actually, what probably happened was Warner Brothers was like, we want the guy that played Timmy in Cheerleader Camp in Batman Returns. <laughs> and we want him to do a rap about Batman. Burton Burton demanded it because he saw the movie and thought, yeah. wow. His name is Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> and when we'll tell you now, he ain't no spruce. He's got a nice little Bruce. Oh, nice. Um, all right, so... Uh, can I tell you that John Quinn, the guy that wrote and directed the movie, yeah. has had a pretty good career since then, actually. So his first film was Cheerleader Camp. He went on to direct Magic of Golden Bear, Goldie 3, also starring Cheech Marin from Cheech and Chong and god. Mr. T. Oh, great God. How have I not heard of that movie? <laughs> but he's also gone on to direct for uh, Playboy and a lot of those softcore porn series uh, for uh, Cinemax. So he's directed things like Key to Sex. Hot Club, California, Fast Lane to One Vegas. Of my favorites. Ooh, yeah. Sex Court, the movie. <laughs> he directed... Like, is that Sex Court, the movie? He directed nine episodes of Sin City Diaries for uh, Showtime. Not, I'm sorry, for Cinemax. He also directed an episode of Sexy Urban Legends. <laughs> so, I mean, he's actually had a, is that a real good... thing. That's awesome. Yeah. He's actually had a pretty good career because he's also been a produ- an executive producer for a lot of these. He was. The executive producer for the Cinemax uh, series Lingerie. Okay, for their so he's done a lot. Science. Yeah. He's done a lot. He was executive producer of Sexy Urban Legends. So not only did he direct an episode, he was also one of the, the key creative forces behind the whole series. <clears throat> and aside from directing Goldie 3, Magic of Golden Bear with Mr. T and Cheech from Cheech and Chong, he also produced Goldie and Goldie 2. That's strange to get a guy who basically does softcore porn to direct those types of movies. Goldie? Well, it might be softcore porn. It might be. It's starring Cheech and Mr. T. And Mr. T. I, I, I have to say that the original Goldie, Last of the Golden Bears, doesn't really have any big stars in it. Not that Mr. T and Cheech are big stars, but you know what I mean? No one, like, of that caliber. We'll have and, to. Well, I want to watch those now and review those. And, I think our the Batmites want to see that. Oh, I'm sure. Part two doesn't either, but part three. I mean, he really went all out because, like I said, he's got Cheech Marin, Mr. T, um, George Buck Flowers in it. So Pops is in it. He plays a character named Pa. Pops. Now he's Pa. Now, I want to. I want to point out that Mr. T's character's name is Freedom. <laughs> I we have to see that now. All right. So and cheerleader I, I camp. Say, and I want to say. That it's a period piece. I would hope so. That, that it takes place in the 1800s. Can you imagine Mr. T in the 1800s? No. His name is Freedom? Is this some, Was he a slave? Is that what it was supposed to be? Probably. That's weird. All right. So what do you give... How many Perry Mays... Or, or just how many... Uh, how many Adam 12s do I give it? How many Timmies? How many Timmies do you give Cheerleader Camp out of 10? Uh, out of 10 Timmies? Yeah. I'll be nice. I'll give it, I don't know, four Timmies. I give it three. It's just, don't watch this. The only, I mean, it's Timmy is funny in it, but other than and that. he raps. Good. Yeah, but we're going to put put that clip up, so you'll see that anyway. Yeah. It's, um, it's rather boring. Um, I mean, there's really not a lot that's good about it, I think. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely the weakest of the films we've watched so far. So, this is the August camp, summer camp. The last one will be in September. Yeah. So, and and it's a doozy. We might just keep heading downhill. Who knows? Maybe we'll recover from cheerleader camp. It's possible. Um, 
and stay tuned. So this is episode. What episode was this? Forty eight. Forty eight. Yeah. And fifties um, coming up, and it's gonna be big. That's it all. Is. That's it's, all we can say. It's going to be gigantic. Let's just say it's going to be big. <laughs> all right. Um, as always, check out our Facebook page if you haven't already. Facebook.com slash Stephen Andy. There's lots of fun stuff there. I'm looking at it now. All kinds of fun pictures, um, stuff for the guys, stuff for the ladies, pictures of Adam West without a shirt on, um, other fun stuff we post. And check out, so check out our Facebook page and tell your friends about it. Tell them to like it, and we will like you more. We already <laughs> like you. Um, <laughs> we'll like you even more. Have you seen the new random Batman cover of the day? Yes, I love it. Yeah. What do you think of that? What do you think of that cover? What do you think of the title of that issue and what Batman's wearing? <laughs> I like it. I like it. Um, uh, and also check us out on iTunes. Just search Steve and Andy in iTunes. Subscribe, leave a review, tell your friends, download our episodes. They're all free and fun. Check us out, uh, our blog spot. Uh, we don't really post too much there, but you can find links to our iTunes and other things. Steve, or blogspot, or stevenandy.blogspot.com. Also, you can download all of our episodes on iTunes, or if you go to our blog spot, it'll all of our episodes are up there too to download for free. Put them on yeah. your iPod. Um, yes, next summer camp is gonna be a doozy. It if, really if, is, if I'm not mistaken. And episode fifty might be it's, the best episode. It's probably gonna be a a, a bigger doozy of them all. <laughs> all right, Andy. The biggest doozy there has ever been. There was. I mean, you might want to sit down when you listen to it. Yeah, that's how much of a doozy it is. <laughs> all sit right, your ass down. Oh, also, if you have any. Um, thoughts, any thoughts about cheerleader camp, cheerleaders in general, uh, send us an email, stevenandy at gmail.com. We haven't gotten an, any emails in a while. Yeah, Most people have been true. posting to our Facebook, but you can always send us emails. We'll respond to anything or not. If you say just don't respond, we won't. We'll do whatever I'd you like, want. I'd like to hear I'd like to hear what some people have to say about cheerleaders, not not just cheerleader camp, but cheerleaders. Do you like cheerleaders? Do you dislike them? Why do you like them? Why don't you yeah, like, like them? How how does this relate to Batman? It doesn't, but do we care? No. We set our own rules. Well, I mean, in a way, it does relate to Batman because Timmy did play Fat Clown. And that's right. That's right. So. There is some distant connection there. Now, was this movie better than Batman Returns? Haven't seen Batman Returns in a long while, but I'm guessing it is. It might be. <laughs> I don't know. There was no nudity in Batman Returns. That's really hurting it. As far <laughs> as I remember, there was no nudity. So, well, there was a scene where the fat clown whipped his dong out. So. <laughs> All right. On that note, Andy, I will talk to you later. Stay tuned, everyone. There's going to be lots of good stuff coming up very soon. I'll talk to you later. Talk to you later. Fourteen cheerleader cold front. Put your nose beyond